I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello and welcome to The Good, The Dad and The Ugly, the fatherhood podcast. I'm Seth, a new dad, and on each episode you'll hear me and my good pal Jamie. Hello. Also a new dad, as we chat with our special guest each month about everything that comes with modern day fatherhood. Along the way, you'll also get the latest highs and lows and thrills and spills as Jamie and I foray further into these unfamiliar, joyful, and often choppy waters. 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 Hi everyone, this podcast is a bit of an unusual one in that we don't have a guest. It's just me and Jamie in the studio. It's in two parts. So the first part is the waiting game, essentially. Jamie and Nat waiting for the baby to arrive. Uh, at the point we recorded, it was already 10 days, I think, past the due date. And then in the second part, it's after it's all happened. So we're going to hear the, the birth story. Hello and welcome to episode seven of The Good, The Dad and The Ugly. I'm here with Jamie. Hello. Uh, And of course, it's Seth, in case you uh, didn't realise. This episode is actually a little bit touch and go, because if you remember from the last episode uh, with Matt Willis, we said at the top of that that the next time we recorded this, Jamie would be with child. No, hang on. That's not the term. I think you say with child. With child means like a woman yeah, who's actually carrying a child. Pregnant, right. Yeah. So I'm, I wouldn't be with the, child. The male equivalent of being yeah. with child. He'd actually have a child. Next to child. Be, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we expected because the due date was 10 days ago. 10 days ago. But... No the, sign. No sign. No sign. No sign. On the other hand, Tom, our producer, has now got a second baby. And he was due a few days, like a week after I, you know we were due yeah so they were slightly early weren't they yeah like a day early a day early yeah he beat us basically the, yeah so the competition james yeah. lost once yeah. again so yeah we didn't think we'd do this but then um because we thought we'd be tied up with baby duties and um and i'm really not i'm just kind of twiddling my thumbs waiting for because you'd planned all this time like you'd sort of told work obviously when the due date yeah. was so they'd plan for you not to be on too many schedules yeah exactly it's quite ridiculous actually i've I mean, it's lucky that I have been at work because there's been stuff to do, but I my schedule was cleared completely to not do any work. And so, do you know what it is? It's it's just annoying because we've done so many of these, like, last things. And, and 
it's one of those where like we went for a meal and that, that was our you know uh, due date eve we right, went for yeah, like yeah, our yeah. last <coughs> nice meal together, together you right know, yeah, and, yeah you know yeah, and yeah. doing all that kind of stuff and i played my last round of golf right. for a while with you know and uh play and, and i happened to play really well which made me kind of go i just want to play more now but yeah. i've kind of gone no i can't and and i've said goodbye to work two fridays in a row now like oh this is my <laughs> last this is it this is and then Monday I come in like nope still nothing <laughs> and, everyone's like, and it's got to that stage now where people are texting I've, I've been you know people texting saying where's the you know any any signs of the baby and we've had to go no no signs no signs now, now I'm getting texts and I'm thinking oh, they're blatantly, oh there's people blatantly asking where the baby is and they're not and I'm getting annoyed and I'm going like yeah People are bored. People yeah, have lost yeah. interest. Completely yeah. lost interest in our whole babies. They're just like, oh, for fuck's sake, just tell us when. Just let us know, sort of thing. And we're like, oh, right, okay, the excitement. And everyone's having babies before us. Nat, my girlfriend, when we got the news that Tom had had his second child, she was asleep. And I saw it come through on like a group WhatsApp message. And I had to say to everyone, can we all kind of hold this down? Because when Nat wakes up. Yeah, yeah. And no joke, Nat woke up and I went, hey, so um, got some news. Tom and Carla have had their baby and she was like, amazing. Oh, really? How do you know? I said, it's on WhatsApp. She was like, brilliant. That lasted, no joke, five seconds. And then the next thing was like, well, isn't that just fucking typical? (laughs) (laughs) I walked out the room. And then I got a message from her the other day saying, you'll never guess what's fucking happened. I was like, what? She went, Binky from Made in Chelsea has had her baby before us. I can't. Oh, not bloody Binky. Binky. And then she'll just turn to me every now and then and just go, fucking Binky. I'm like, what does it matter? She's like, oh, it matters. It matters. So, yeah, so it's all these things that I kind of, like, didn't really kind of think that would, you know, would matter. But started to kind of, yeah. It started to grow. I mean, because it is, one of the reasons why we thought we would do this recording is because Mm. it is actually quite a kind of funny, like, sort of awkward time that people commonly go through. Yeah. Yeah, um, and we thought it would be worth just chatting about because we we had a little bit of that when we when we had Eliza. Yeah, um, she was overdue only by like a few days. Like actually, their estimate for the due date was pretty spot on. Yeah, but the thing that made us sort of get into that kind of headspace of being like, when's it going to happen, mm. was because Alice had been to the midwife a few times over the last few weeks and the midwife had consistently said that the baby didn't really look close to coming yeah you know it hadn't engaged properly that and all that kind of stuff. so we were pretty convinced and she didn't look like that big mm. as well like you know you see some yeah, totally. women who are pregnant and they look literally like they're about to blow yeah, yeah, yeah. and she didn't really look like so right. we were like yeah this isn't gonna happen for weeks yeah. we were convinced in the end she she yeah said she arrived on the 23rd of december we thought it was possibly gonna be january really we had that. We had the same thing. I remember talking to you about it. We said, you know, Nat, Nat went to, you know, you, you kind of go to the midwife and you can try and get things to kick it off. Like they have a, a membrane sweep, yeah. which is, you know, which I mean, I mean, respect to any woman who has been through that because it just sounds fucking yeah. horrific. Like, I, I mean... I don't want to go into too much detail. But I mean, it's, it's like, not it's not a very kind of like um, complex procedure, is it? No, it's basically just... Getting, just yeah. They're getting up in there. They're just getting up in there and literally like yeah, it's like scraping it's, their fingers around. I mean, and it's, I mean, it's tantamount to fisting. I think like, yeah, like it is proper like going going in. So I think yeah, Nat attempted to have that with the midwife, but they said no. Look, you're nowhere near. And this was like you know the Monday after oh. our due date. She had this, and they basically said no. You're not even. Yeah, you know, apparently, right. apparently they said. 
do you want me to have another go? <laughs> and I was like, nope, you're fine. And she's like, yeah, oh, that's my phone. Goes, Sorry, I've got my phone on because... Um, well, for obvious... For obvious reasons. You never know. I could be called away at any any moment. But yeah, and so they said, yeah, you're not even close. So, and this is where... So, you know, it's already a few days overdue. So we're thinking, well, you know, this could this could be forever now. And as you said, Nat's not at all looking big. Like, she doesn't look like... a you know, a heavily pregnant woman. She looks pregnant, but like not massively pregnant. So we've started to think maybe we got our dates wrong. Like maybe, you know, we're actually at like only 32 weeks. Right? Well, I mean, it, yeah, that's unlikely. Yeah. But they do, obviously, that they, I think they estimate the due date on like just the size of the fetus, right? At the start. No, I thought that they estimated it on your, they go from your last like menstrual cycle, like the woman's last menstrual, and they work that out, they work it like that. So, it's always a yeah, couple but, uh, of weeks. Like. That's what I. That's what I. That's definitely like the sort of. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's what they. That's what they do in the first instance. Yeah. But I think. Then they start someone measuring told it. me. Yeah, someone told me that like they had their due date like reevaluated. Yeah, right. Because when they so they'd given them the date of their last period or whatever, and they yeah. worked it out, and then when they went in for the scan, they were like, the baby's actually bigger than we expect, so right. we're actually gonna. Bring oh, the due okay, date fine. forward. Right, right, right. Um, so, I, I mean, yeah, but yeah. No, they didn't. That's... It's not going to be that far out, though. Well, they said in France, they full term is considered like 42 weeks. Right. Because they say, you know, there's that margin of error and a lot of babies are sort of like a week to two weeks late. Right, yeah, yeah. But when we heard friends were 10 days late before, I was just like, bloody hell. Like, no way. No, not going through that. And now here we are 10 days late. Nat has since had another sweep and that seemed to do something um, okay which is good which shows us progress but we're just waiting now it's just yeah. one of those where we're just like sitting here waiting and, it, and that's the thing that's it that's what's so frustrating because you like you say you do all these things you're like oh we're gonna do our last ever yeah. this you've the last ever that yeah and then you're just in a constant state of like being on high alert mate it's it's so it i went to a birthday party the other and that didn't come and i just had my hand in my pocket holding my phone the whole time i was there just yeah. waiting for a phone call and it's bad because you're just kind of like I, I i think it was like the day before our due date i finally kind of thought to myself okay wicked let's do this like i've always been up for it like, don't yeah. get me wrong but it was that moment where it kind of clicked and i went wicked i'm now like 100 percent yes let's go ready bang let's do this and then it's just been this like, yeah. And as you, like, yeah, as you say, I'm, now like, I'm just like, oh, for fuck, I'm over it. I'm yeah. a little bit over it. And like, when this baby comes, I'm like, sweet, wicked, let's go home, come on. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely won't. No, I know, there. probably not. But, but um, I bet the other thing that's happened is you've got loads of, I mean, I know I've already done it, like given people giving you advice about what you should expect. Yeah, and not just expect, but how to, how to bring on labour. Yeah. Like, oh, mate, you got you got to eat curry. you got to get, yeah, done that like five times. Oh, yeah, but did you uh, put pineapple in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been eating pineapple like for every... I bought like three Raspberry leaf tea. Right, standard every <laughs> single morning. Like a Clarish Sage or no, what is it? I don't know, it's Clary bath, Sage. Clary yeah. Sage bath. And all of these, you look them up and they're all complete bollocks. Like everyone says there is nothing... It's all old wives' tales. Our, our uh, NCT instructor, whatever you call them, yeah. she told us to be careful of Clary Sage or Clary Sage. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. She was like, it's really powerful. Don't use it before, you, like, <laughs> uh, until after you're like 39 weeks because it's really powerful. It will induce the baby straight away. Is it bollocks? I'm telling you that now. Right. It's done nothing. And like everything, like everyone's like, all right, you know what you'll do? <laughs> 
and um, yeah, that's bollocks as well. Um, so, <laughs> so there's, there's, I mean, the only apparently Nat's Nat found out that it basically is when the baby's lungs are fully formed, it releases some sort of you know hormone which brings on labour basically, right, and okay. that is it. And that could take, you know, you're not gonna, you can't rush that. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah. But it's just, as my mate said to me the other day, he said, well, your baby's probably just like really chilled in there and having a nice time or just terrified of your booming voice that doesn't want to come out. That's also So I've had to, so I've, see, if you told me that like a day overdue, I'd have been like, yeah, whatever, bollocks. Now, 10 days overdue, I'm like being really kind of like quite quiet around it. Yeah. I mean, we've done everything. We've tried like, you know, we played music to it, like strapped headphones and that's, and this was actually quite cool. Played like Metallica to it, like at full volume and it went, nuts like it went absolutely crazy and then it would settle down towards the end of the tune and i'd put on some jay-z and it would go crazy again it was like recognizing the different types of music so yeah. i think basically it's going to be a music superstar so that's a bonus i guess yeah but, yeah, um, yeah. but we've been doing everything we've been doing like the thing we've now trying to do is to to jinx it out of us out of <laughs> to jinx it out of that which um by doing things that like and fight and kind of not going like going on a really long walk in like the or like the outback yeah yeah exactly <laughs> we don't have the outback here but yeah, Hampstead, yeah exactly uh, yeah no we've we've been going to like um you know we got invited for lunch the other day and we're like oh, should we go hmm but it is a nice restaurant so that would be a really awkward place for your waters to break so yeah. let's definitely do it so we'd go there and like nat thought today she was like I'm going to go get my eyelashes done so that it would be really awkward if my waters broke on the table. So that's definitely going to happen. So we've been like jinxing it with things like that. And even me... That's actually a really good idea. Even me saying I'll do this recording tonight is me kind yeah, of half jinxing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. tempting fate. Yeah, you we're were a little do. bit kind of unsure about it. Yeah, now yeah. I know why. Yeah, now I've kind of decided, yeah, if it's ever going to happen, it's going to happen when I'm... Actually, shit, your phone's ringing now. Hey, imagine if it was. Um... <laughs> But yeah, we, um, I kind of feel also like going back to, we could have snuck more stuff in for like the last time. Like we could have gone on like last ever roller coaster ride and things like that. But um, you, well, you can't, you're not really allowed to go on roller coasters. No, but I could have done it. Oh that. yeah, you could have done <laughs> that. Yeah, yeah. Not that I can't after the baby's born, but still I'm going to find my time limited to do kind of things like that. But um, yeah, but normally you go on roller coasters every day. <laughs> exactly. Talking of waters breaking, Nat thought her waters are broken sort of about two days before our due date or I think maybe a week before our due date um, so she uh, she went to the midwife and um, yeah it turned out she just pissed herself are you really <laughs> yeah seriously yeah That's so she, she was telling me she was like I think and then she came back and she went uh, yeah the uh, it wasn't my boys bro it was just um, I'd piss myself and I, I I never want to talk about it again <laughs> um, I did clear that I could uh, that mention could this that. on the podcast and she said yeah it's funny so it's fine the other thing that I'm kind of a bit annoyed about and I think we're both a little bit you know a bit we don't really I mean inducing isn't the end of, I mean you know it's a lot of people are induced and that's fine and it's great but I just kind of had that idea in my head that it would be that thing I'd get a phone call and I'd have to come running back and we'd grab the bags and go up to the hospital and it'd be like ah whereas now we're you know Tomorrow we go in to be induced, so it's like so. It, oh, what? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, but Which, that's that's okay. So, but that's they, so they're going to give Nat a drug basically yeah, to, yeah, to to bring to kick, on a try and kickstart it. That I think that basically will work, won't it? Because I'm pretty sure it just kind of forces your body to like go through the contractions. I guess so. so. I mean, that's now after having her last appointment her last sweep they said she's one centimeter dilated right which is nothing but it's, it's something, something yeah. do you know what I mean? it's more than we were so 
So yeah, so going in tomorrow. So today is my last day at work. Okay. And I've said goodbye. But literally, as I was saying goodbye to people, people were just like, oh, I've said goodbye to you a million times. Like, no one's psyched about it anymore. And yeah, uh, yeah whatever. Not that it's a big deal, but it's a bit of a big deal. But yeah, other things people are doing, which is kind of winding us up. And I'm sure everyone gets this. If it's not winding us up, because it's very sweet and it's very lovely, but it's just, you know, when you're in that mode where you're just like, oh, you know, is people, especially members of family who shall remain nameless, yeah. have been kind of every single day, like a few times a day, phoning up and going, any news? And we're like, no, we, se- we said we'd, we'd, we'd call you, we'd text you as soon as we found anything. Okay, just checking in, just you know, just let me know. We're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We said we'll let you know. Fine, fine. And then three hours later, any news? No, no, no. We said we'd let you know. And that's kind of draining (laughs) because now we're just like not replying. (laughs) It's just like, oh, we'll let them think we're in labor, you know, in the hospital or whatever. And other people, friends, you know, giving advice and, and, you know, asking whether it's got, I mean, you don't go on WhatsApp for 20 minutes and people think you're in the hospital. Yeah, well, I I, I, um, went on to our Instagram account a couple of days ago i think it was yeah and we were woken up really early by eliza about like 10 to 6 or something Mm. and i kind of just like picked up my phone and i just checked because i think it was well it was not long after our last episode went went out and i was wondering if we'd had any more followers yeah and i noticed had we we well so i noticed that we'd had a few comments and things like that but they weren't they weren't showing up as kind of um the little notifications. Oh, right. I didn't get the red dots. Oh. And so I was like, that means someone else has already seen, seen them. And then I was like, maybe that, if I was like, it must be Jamie and he must be therefore up really early. Yeah. And I was like, the only reason he'd be up this early is if they're going to the hospital. Yeah. That's good. Good detective work. So but... I said to Alice, it's happening. <laughs> well, at least you didn't phone me and go, or text me going, any news? <laughs> <laughs> I have done that a couple of times. Yeah, but that's fine when it's like three days apart or whatever. That's cool. But it's just like when it's like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's a bit Half stupid. an hour apart. But So yeah, so here we are in limbo land a little bit. And I'm sure hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people go through it all the time. But it's just, it's a weird one because I just totally expected it to happen and it like happened on time i don't know why i just i just didn't think we'd go this long and need to be induced i guess but it's also nats obviously from nats point of view like i whatever it doesn't really change just for me just getting a bit fed up nat is going through like she's just massively uncomfortable not really sleeping your hormones she's just as i said she's just fed up and um, yeah yeah and i totally get that it must be but you know what i'll never understand that and um and that's fucking great I'm happy about this. I don't ever want to experience childbirth. It seems like a fucking ordeal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is. Like, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'm lucky, like you, lucky enough that yeah. I'll never have to experience it myself, but I've certainly seen it and it is pretty rough. And Alice's birth, birthing yeah. story wasn't even no. that bad yeah, compared yeah. to some of the ones I've heard, but it's still very painful. Yeah. Oh, so much... Well, it's, I mean, so much respect, you know, to all women who go through childbirth. But the, you know, the actual labor and the childbirth itself is one thing. But then there's the, you kind of like, I don't know, you take the nine months leading up to it of like yeah. complete body change, all yeah. your hormones changing, you know, you so many like different things going on, which are like alien to you. You, you don't feel yourself. It's crazy, really, yeah. and then it's kind of like, and then it, and then it ends with and this like ridiculous amount of pain. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I think there are. I mean, I think there are probably parts in that nine months that are quite 
pleasant. Yeah, I'm like, sure. There is, there's definitely, I think there are periods where, you know, you get these kind of endorphins and mm. stuff or positive kind of hormones or whatever making you feel like really happy. Yeah. But yeah, then there's also the shitty, <laughs> Mate. the shitty hormones as well. Yeah, that's it. But I'm just, we just now, now I just want this baby out really. But there's nothing I can do to kind of when she says, I'm really uncomfortable. I'm really, I can, you know, massage, whatever, but it's, it's, I can't get the baby out. Like, no, so what, yeah. what, what do I do? But, um, but tomorrow we should, should know more. Tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow could be the day. What time are you getting induced? Nine o'clock. Okay. So it's, um, I think, don't I give me an estimation. You've, you've heard, too, you've, you've heard too many probably predictions, or whatever. So many people. But surely, 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 by the end of the day. Yeah. You'd think. But apparently only 5% of babies come on their due date anyway. So, you know, that which I thought was quite a high amount. But then we worked it out, didn't we? And that's kind of about right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Percentages. Yeah. Wise. But, um, yeah, we, we crunched the numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Put our heads they together. Out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, I don't want to keep you too much longer because, you know, the baby's probably going to pop out this well, evening. Well, Nat's already phoned me three times during this, but I've ignored it, so I'm sure everything's fine. But um, so I probably <laughs> should return one of those calls. Yeah, that'd be fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The only thing that is probably left to say is, you know, thanks everybody for continuing to kind of listen and download. Please, 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 when you get the chance, rate and review. That really helps us kind of get the podcast out there to more people. Yeah. And obviously follow us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Good Dad Ugly. Simple. Simple. Actually, talking about the Twitter and Instagram stuff, we actually got someone, one of our listeners, tweeted us to say that they were listening to the last episode. We have a listener. We had a listener. A listener, yes. And they, yeah, they were laughing out loud at the, you know, I'm worried my child will be a a dickhead conversation, which Jamie was worried about in our last episode. Yeah. uh, Because they had the the same thing before their kid was born so i'm completely validated in my worries that my child might be a dickhead yeah amazing definitely yes yeah, it's obviously is a thing that people I, think about i knew i knew it's not just me who thinks of this this kind of stuff there is definite worry that your child just might not be the kind of kid you'd want to like be friends with i guess yeah i can see that now and so I can see that now okay what's his that who, who uh, tweeted so that's andrew neil andrew neil At neil underscore andrew Yes, I'm with so you, brother. Thanks, Andrew. I'm with you. Wait, hang on. What? It's not the Andrew Neil from no Daily Politics. No. Okay, but I was yeah. going to ask. I assume that to be honest with you, but <laughs> I, I didn't think this would be kind of. I thought this might our podcast might be a bit too highbrow for him. So, um, <laughs> but um, I know I was going to ask. Do we know if his child is a dickhead or not? Oh, that's a good question. Because uh, Andrew, if you're listening to this one, tweet us again and, and tell us you know, the outcome of the <laughs> is, child. Is your, we should start a poll. Is your child a dickhead? For anyone out there who thinks their child is a dickhead, tweet us at GoodDadUgly and let us know. <laughs> Name and shame your child. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then next time, I will be a dad. 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 the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bolandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to part two of this special birth episode of The Good, The Dad and The Ugly. Jamie is now a dad. I am. Yes. Quite uh, quite a different feeling. Actually, to be it's not. I don't feel all that different. Yeah. I was kind of the same. Yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Because I kind of, I had much more of a leading up to it, had much more like looking in the mirror kind of going, you're going to be a dad. Oh my God. Everything's going to change. You're going to be a dad. And it comes and yeah, you, you know, it's emotional, but now I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. And you just kind of, kind of rolling with the punches a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of, um, you just more evidence of the sort of general kind of adaptability of human beings, I think. Because things seem, in theory, like these massive changes, but when you actually do it, you just you just kind of get on with it because yeah, you have to. Exactly, that's the thing. It's like you know, she cried. Uh, my main fear was like beforehand was like, well, what if you know when when she cries in the middle of the night and you got to get up and you're tired? It's like, well, she does. You just do it because yeah. you don't want your baby crying. Yeah. So it's not a hardship. I think I just kind of based it on my feelings towards other people's kids. Yeah. Or yeah. Or like if just like you're like. The, the build there were builders next door yeah. and they were like drilling and they woke you up yeah. Wait, and you'd be like what the fuck are you doing yeah but then i guess if the builders were your builders you wouldn't care so much yeah they were turning you know your house into some luxury kind palace. of palace yeah yeah then you'd be like fine go yeah. ahead <laughs> so let's like just go back a bit so the last time we spoke yeah it was about 10 days yeah after the due date yeah and then, like, what happened after that? Well, we were going to be induced sort of the day after. Right. Or, sorry, two days after we are going to be induced. But the day after we last spoke, Nat was, I, you know, we were, we were home and Nat started to feel like the baby hadn't moved right. like, for quite a while. Okay, yeah. Like that day. And we were a little bit worried. We were like, well... We weren't worried, but we are like, well, you know, the baby doesn't really move that much at night anyway. And this was at like 11 o'clock at night or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I was like, look, let's just, they say, like, if you're feeling like, you know, there's anything out of the ordinary, you should always go in, get it checked out, whatever. Yeah. And we'd done this once before and it was fine, you know. So we kind of thought, oh, should we, should we go? But we thought, yeah, we'll go. So we got in a cab, went up there. All the way up there, we're trying to make it move. Back of the flat, we'd like done everything. We'd like played it loud music, which usually gets it going. We'd drank, like Nat had drank some water, like cold water, right, which usually yeah. gets it going. She'd bounce on her Pilates ball. Nothing was happening. Like there was no movement. So I'm starting to be, get a little bit worried. Yeah. But, you know, because you're thinking like you're, you're nearly there. And yeah, for this, yeah. you know, 
so so we did start to worry a bit and then we went up there and and they brought us in and they strapped us up to one of the you know the monitors that um they can hear the heartbeat and as soon as soon as she sat down on the the bed we felt it move and we were oh, like for fuck's sake you know. um and then they strapped up and they were like yeah you've got to be on this for like an hour and we're like so we were listening to the heartbeat for an hour just sitting it there like midnight or whatever we're like god this is a massive waste of time but at least we knew right yeah so so anyway the um the doctor came down and and she was she's a bit annoying actually because she said to us she was like oh right well you know you, you've sort of you, what I suggest you do now is come and be induced. Yeah, right. In the labour ward. Yeah, and we we're like, well, no, because if we do that, we're kind of like, I don't know, we like we. It's one o'clock in the morning now. Oh, yeah. So you were like, it, we're going to set in for like a really really like, long. Like you won't have slept for basically like forty eight hours or something. Exactly. The so we're like, well, so I said, no, no, well, hang on a second. Do we need to do this? And she was like, yeah. well yeah because well she said no she said well no you can go home and come i said well look we're booked in for like eleven thirty tomorrow morning to be induced why don't we just go home come back at eleven thirty? and that was the thing she was also like oh we could go up there now but you might be waiting for a few hours i was like fuck this let's just go home get some sleep come back in the morning get induced bang we're on and um and so and so she was like yeah yeah, yeah okay fine but you probably won't be able to use the birthing centre. And we were like, oh, why not? She went, because now you've come in twice, you're now high risk. Uh, and I think that's bollocks because they always tell everyone to kind of like, if you feel like there's a problem, yeah, you should come in. But they don't say, but if you come in twice, you're then seen as high risk. That's stupid. Yeah. Because that that wasn't like based on any actual medical issue. That was just based on you being... Like worried, a little bit worried which is you know it's to do with you guys rather exactly. than like the baby or anything like and that. they always encourage you to kind of just you know that's that's silly yeah that's got to be some like stupid like directive yeah about, like you know box ticking kind of thing i think like. it is and i think she was a she was a student doctor as well oh what a fucking moron do you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> no i shouldn't say that no they're really they do a great job yeah read up yeah, exactly. Continue. We Pun- can't afford to have these people training to be in the NHS. We need doctors, doctors that, now. Yeah, trained doctors, yeah. but not ones from outside of the UK, obviously, because <laughs> they're bad. So I didn't say that. Right. I said, we're going home. So I was like, okay, cool. So we went home. And I said to the woman, I said, oh, tomorrow when we come in, do we need to bring our hospital bags? You know? And she was like, yeah, 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 bring them. And I was a little bit like, oh, this is really, this whole, as I think I said before, this whole induction thing is a little bit of an anticlimax because you yeah. want to get that call being like, I'm in labour, come now. And then you forget stuff and you run up there. and blah, blah, blah. So it's all a bit clinical. Anyway, next morning we go up there and we bring our bags in. And the first thing the midwife says to us was like, why have you brought your bags in? We're like, well, because of the, the induction. She went, yeah, but you're going home straight after this. And we're like, oh, but we were told, anyway, basically the doctor from before knew fuck all. And yeah, and so we we went up there looking like mugs with our hospital bags just to get an induction. Um, so we got induced with this um, thing called a pessary, which is like a tampon. And it kind of goes up there and, and, and then they say, <laughs> goes up there. Um, and then they say... Um, the vajuju. Yeah, yeah. And then you're supposed to wait and they say, if nothing's happened, come back in 24 hours. Yeah. And that was basically like, so we'll see you in 24 hours because blatantly nothing's going to happen. The way this pregnancy is going, nothing's going to happen. And surprise, surprise, nothing happened. So we right. were back the next day, 24 hours later, um, with our hospital bags again. Um, 
and basically got there on the hottest day of the year and they had no room for us. So they had to put us in a waiting room. What? Well, they said, basically, we can't induce you now because if we induce you now, because basically this next stage of inducing is like a lot more aggressive. Right. That's and what. Oh, that's when the drugs are involved or something. Is that? It's kind of like a, a gel that uh, they kind of, it's not the one which the hormonal one. Oh, right. Okay. Which the hormonal one apparently is like militant. Yeah, no, yeah. Because that's what I, that's from like the stories that I've heard, that's like the kind of, that seemed to me like the main kind of thing, the thing that they go to for they're just like right stick that in get it out of you get it and it just like it just brings on a really powerful contractions right away no this is this is like a step before that right okay well it's good it's, you want that because you don't really want to have to have that horrible drug and that's it exactly to. exactly so we were like okay cool but there was no TV it was just this hottest waiting room we had a fan a chair a bed and a Pilates ball we had Wi-Fi, so I went home and got the laptop to watch Netflix. So you, I mean, that's obviously quite good. But yeah. I, but I'm surprised you didn't take Bad Dad's advice and and download Football Manager onto your phone. I thought about it. I definitely thought about it. But at the same time, it's a bit like, yeah. And unfair. I just think if I, if I play, if I had done that, I would have gone down some sort of rabbit hole, and I wouldn't even be here now. I'd be like managing, sort of like Celta Vigo in like 2040. I'd have got. Like really what's, tied up. What's in wrong it. with that? Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Um, no, <laughs> everything's I get, wrong with that. I get too wrong. far too addicted to that game, so I I can't do it. But um, so we realised we were in there for a while because there was no labour ward. But basically, the reason that they kept us because there's no labour ward and they do a one-on-one service. So yeah. if, if things are kicked off with that, they wouldn't have had room for her in the labour ward. So they're like, we don't want to risk it now. You're right. Yeah. So it got to midnight before Nat was induced. So we've been there over twelve hours just sitting in this baking room and they induced her with this gel up the old <laughs> and uh, yeah i watched it happen wow from the side right okay yeah and then i got quite sleepy <laughs> right and i said to nat can we share this double bed did you share the double bed did you share, sorry double bed as if single bed yeah exactly i was gonna say yeah uh no you slept no. on the chair um no. i no because what so we were only there for like one night, oh, luckily. Right. But yeah, no, I, I you went I home. Said, yeah, I went home. Yeah. I went home because I, I was just like, it's either basically this chair or the floor, and I'm not going to sleep well on either. So yeah. I might as well go and get some rest because the next day I knew there was going to be loads of stuff to do. Yeah, and like you know, Alice was there. We didn't both need to be there. No, totally. So I thought it made sense to um, yeah. get some get some rest. Yeah. Well, I thought it made sense to get some rest as well. For both of us, because this chair was, as you know, super uncomfortable. The it was either that or the floor. So I suggested to Nat, "Oh, come on, let's we can. I'll spoon you on the." And I, I maybe didn't take into consideration that a pregnant woman who's just been induced probably doesn't want to be spooned no, all that much. No. So anyway, so it got to about three in the morning, and Nat wakes me up, and it's like you need to get out. And now. it's like really hot still. Right? Yeah, really hot. And I'm six foot five, and so Nat says. Right, you've got to get out. I think I'm starting to feel something. I was like, really? She's like, I kind of, I called bullshit at first. I was like, no way. And she said, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, to be fair, I mean, Nat tells this story like I'm the grumpiest man in the world when she told me to do that. And I think there's an element of truth in that. I wasn't happy about having to leave this bed. And I went and sat on this really uncomfortable chair while Nat slept. And I just remember, I couldn't sleep. And I just remember looking at this bed thinking, there is plenty of room for me on that. Yeah. There is, and it was like looking at a water slide on a hot day and not being allowed onto it and just going, and or like looking down a bus lane 
when you're in traffic thinking, I need, I need it. And so I got back in bed and that woke me up at like about half an hour later saying, Jay, you really need to get out. And again, I got more grumpy. And then that said, do you know what? I'm, I'm just going to, I'll sit on the chair and you sleep in the bed. And I was like, okay, fine. So I ended wow. up Oh my God, Jamie. Wow. For, for about 10 minutes. And then that woke me up. I went, I'm going for a walk and I'm going to go. And she told me where she was going to go in the hospital. And I calculated in my mind, I thought, okay, that for me is a 10 minute walk. Then she's going to be there for about 15 minutes. And then it's a 10 minute walk back. That's at least half an hour. I can get some sleep in this bed for half an hour. The right answer would have been, I'll come with you. But I decided to stay. And then that came back about 10 minutes later. Couldn't do it with the contractions seemingly getting worse. And again, instead of getting up, I suggested we top and tailed. So we did that for a bit. And then that basically went, get the fuck out of the bed. I'm having contractions. So I was like, okay, cool. And the contractions weren't that, uh, apparent, uh, from, seemingly weren't that bad at that time. Um, but it got to about six o'clock in the morning. The, the, the midwives came in and examined her and she'd gone up from one centimeter to two centimeters. So we're like, okay, yeah. stuff's happening. Yeah. So I thought, oh, I'm going to go out and get some food. Came back and that was like starting to be in real serious pain. At what time was this then? About seven in the morning. Seven in the morning, okay, yeah. So it kind of accelerated quite quickly. Yeah. And then it went from like naught to 60 in the space of like an hour. And that was in serious, serious pain. So I'm there putting the TENS machine on her. Good advice, by the way, to get the TENS machine. Really good. It is quite good. Yeah, yeah. really good. And then we got the gas and air going on. And um, and that was immediately sick after it. Like violently sick. Really? Yeah. Apparently it does do that. Gas and air kind of makes you quite nauseous. And so I'm calling in the doctors. And then I had a moment like which was when Nat started to get into serious pain, where I kind of thought, what if she dies during... Jamie. Don't roll your eyes at me. That's, that's a... so morbid. I know, but I generally thought that. I thought, like, please don't die. I don't, I don't think I could do this. I don't think I, I could do, do this. I, I'm not ready to be a, like a... a single yeah. dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, 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 and then I sat down and took some gas and air and calmed myself yeah, down. Right, yeah. um, and then Nat was like, after about... You know, she had that she... She's in serious pain, giving her massages, doing all the things that I've been told to do. And then that was like, I need to go to the toilet, but I need a hand. I need, I need help. Right. So, so I ran out the room down to the midwife stage going, oh, she, she, she needs to go to the toilet and she needs help. And they just looked at me and went, can you not do that? I was like, yes, probably. I probably can. <laughs> so I run back and have to help her to the toilet. And she can hardly walk by this point. And then she's calling for like epidural and all this kind of stuff. So they're just like right get her down to the labor ward yeah. right now and i'm like oh what about the birthing center she's like no because she wants epidural how sort of vociferously was she like wanting the she epidural? just um no she was all right because she was she was just sort of saying this is a lot of pe- like i'm in a shit ton of pain okay jamie's being careful not to say anything that he can no get i think he remembers like when i i got like called out yeah. after my birth story that's true I was going to ask you because yeah. the other one of the other things that Bad Dad was talking about is whatever is seen can't be unseen. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, no, I think. Do you know what? I think I'd already been prepared for that from the NCT classes, right? Okay. You know, I was wondering why they showed us those big pictures. Yeah. And now I think I get it, right? Because okay. nothing is going to be worse than that, right? And nothing was worse than that. I'm telling okay. you that now. It was like walk in the park compared right, to those right. pictures. Like those pictures <laughs> so, were fucking horrendous. So yeah, it seemed like a bad idea, but yeah, excellent pictures of babies heads hanging out of women's backsides at like extreme close-up 
is a good way to prepare men for birth, I okay. think. Even though it seemed unnecessary at the time, I get it now. So anyway, we she put in a wheelchair, taken down to Labour Ward, and put in a room. And do you know what? The room was all right. It had one of those big baths, didn't have a TV, was a bit more clinical, had yeah. like loads of apparatus around. It didn't feel like a hotel room, which the birthing centre did. Yeah. And it was fucking hot as well. So we get in there and we meet the nicest midwife in the world, a woman called Janelle Prince. And she was our saviour. She was from Trinidad. And she was the most chilled woman in the world. Like, you know, that would be, you know, going through these contractions that were really getting really intense, like really intense. And she'd just be there going, no, you're doing fine. You're doing fine. Don't worry about it. You're, You're good. You're good. And then we'd disappear for like 10 minutes, like doing paperwork or whatever. And it just kind of like chilled us out a little bit. Yeah. So I start. I put on our playlist. Because you were freaking out. I was freaking out. Right, yeah. That's I what, was freaking yeah. out. That was okay. Um, well done, Janelle. Yeah, yeah. She smashed it. And we put on a playlist, the one we had, like nine hours of Spotify playlist on shuffle. This is important for later, why I'm telling you this. And um, and then and then that's, they're getting more and more into like to the point where, She's screaming at yeah. them, like, and I'm there, kind of going, you know, remember your breathing, being really unhelpful. Yeah, remember yeah, your yeah. breathing, remember, yeah. which I say was unhelpful, was because do you know what? This is my theory on the tens machine and gas and air. The tens machine, I think, okay, they say it confuses the signals to your brain and all that, but at the same time, what I think it does because you have got a little button on it that yeah, yeah, that she can press, yeah, yeah. which makes it more intense, yeah. And, and then you press it again, it's less intense. And I think just being in control of something mentally yeah. really helps, would help her and helped her. Being in control of like, every time there's a contraction, you're supposed to press the button. And when it stops, you press the button again. Yeah. So I think just having something that she could control. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Was really good. And then the gas and air, I think more than anything, I think maybe it took the edge off the pain a bit, but well, they say that They say that it doesn't. They say that it is basically mainly about breathing. It's about a distraction. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also it puts you in a bit of a meditative state. Yeah. That you kind of just focus on your breathing. Because when that focused on her breathing, on like the big breaths in, big yeah. breaths out, you could see her calm down mm. quite a bit. And it was only when she panicked and would like get rid of the gas and air and be a bit panicky that it was really getting intense. As soon as she put it back in her mouth and kind of got back into the breathing, yeah. I think it helped. So I think that was good. And then that said, oh, I think I need to push. And Janelle again was like, okay, well, cool. Okay, let's let's do this then and start getting everything ready. And was like, all right, when you need to push, you just start pushing. And then that like went into that kind of like screaming every obscenity, like yeah. properly going for it sort of thing, like loud to the point where I was like, okay, does it, does it need to be that loud? <sighs> um, uh, this is, you know, keep it down a bit. Uh, I didn't actually say that, obviously, because I'm not a fucking moron, but... Um, yeah, and then Janelle said, okay, well, listen, she was pushing, 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 and we could start to see the head like wow. coming through. And and I was a bit like, <laughs> and I was, a, I was up at Nat's end, but, you know, you can, I could see everything. Like, yeah, I didn't yeah, have to yeah. go down that end to see because she was kind of like half sitting up or whatever. And I could see the head, like the top of the head coming through, and I was like, okay, this is getting quite real now. And then she pushed for another like 20 minutes, and then Janelle said, okay, look, when I say stop pushing, stop pushing. And she said it, she not pushed, she said it. And then out, out oh, wow. came the baby. Like literally like, it wasn't like a head for ages, then shoulders. It was literally just like, <laughs> straight out. Woo! <laughs> All in one, like, whoo. and it was purple. 
the baby was purple and I didn't know what to I was like oh, it's 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 a, it's a baby it's a baby right there and I couldn't I couldn't get my head around it and then she picked it up gave it to Nat immediately and Nat went oh my god and then we both looked at each other and went we both went what is it because <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know <laughs> And, and we just looked and, we, and so we all looked because we just forgot I think I did see but just didn't register it just didn't think to, I was just so much like oh my god there's a fucking baby lying there cry it, it screamed straight away and then we looked and we looked at it it was a girl I need my girl little girl even though we were convinced it would be a boy yeah yeah yeah. so but the weird thing was as i said we had a shuffle playlist going on yeah i was gonna say and the tune as she was born and i was skipping tunes i didn't look at what i was skipping because it was on shuffle and i was skipping because ellie goulding came on at one point right and i was like "Uh uh-uh no my baby is not being born to ellie goulding no way so i skipped it a couple of times and then the nationals i need my girl came on as she was born and I was like ah that's weird it's a girl and then we're holding her and um, we're holding her and I'm like I'm, I'd gone to bits a little bit yeah. I was like <laughs> we did it. you did it I was getting a bit emotional and then um, and then another song I can't remember what song it was whilst we were kind of being all a bit like t- and then I turned to Nat and I went so the name we had from the start was for a girl was Matilda right and we'd never really found anything we liked more than that so I said to Nat I was like so and as we were convinced it was a boy we'd had loads of like conversations about a boy's name so I went oh so I guess we're gonna call her Matilda then and she went I guess I don't know like maybe I went well let's think about it for a bit yeah as I said that all J's Matilda came on the shuffle Yeah, like, no no lie. It wasn't like a, three songs later. It was that song, Matilda came on. You don't have a choice then, do you? And I just looked at Nat and I, I had to sit down. I was like, that's too weird. And I, I said to Nat, I went, well, that's... And how many songs were, were there on the playlist? It was like nine hours of songs. Fucking hell. Yeah, and we've been through like two hours of it. And I, I turned to Nat, I went, well, that's, that's that then, right? So yeah, and she said, yeah, I guess so. Oh, well, to be... It's a great name. So like, it's yeah. not like you were stuck with... I could think... Like Roxanne or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and to be fair, we'd put the tune on the playlist because we'd like the we like right, we yeah. like the, the the name, you know, yeah. and the song. But for it to come on right then was a bit weird. It was and a then bit weird. yeah, so we called her Matilda India Tucker. During the um, contractions, I said to Nat, I was like, well, we won't be doing this again, will we? And she went, no, no way are we doing this again. No fucking way. I was like, okay, cool. And then, no joke, about two minutes after she was born, Nat went, I don't think it was actually that bad. I didn't find it like, but, you know, it goes back to, (laughs) but it goes back to what we were saying with Will, that, you know, there's rush of yeah, sort the, of like the, endorphins yeah, and yeah, all that, like yeah. do take over. And that was like immediately like, she was in hysterics. She was yeah. laughing, you know, just, 
you wouldn't have thought she'd gone through what she'd just gone through. Yeah. But you, of course, were a broken man. Mate, I was, a, I was, I was like holding her, just looking at her. All I could say when Matilda was born and we were both holding her within like the first couple of minutes, all I could say would look at her was like, who are you? Who, who are you? Yeah. I, it just, I couldn't comprehend. I couldn't get it through. I didn't understand who she, what, what she was and who she was. And I just... Well, it'll take a, it'll take a while for you to work yeah. out who she is. That's true. I still don't know. But I'm getting used to it. But then about 10 minutes after, and a woman from another room was giving birth and screaming the house down. Probably not as bad. I mean, I'd say on a par with Nat. Right. But Nat was swearing, like, really loud. And <laughs> Nat turns to me and she's like, all right, love. Calm um, down. But- <laughs> Keep it down in there. I was like, are you kidding me? I love it. I love it. Yeah. So it's a bit of a weird place to be like chilling afterwards. And I, I say chilling, that was being stitched up. Yeah, it's it's massively overwhelming. Like I was, you know, you can prepare for it and, and say you're going to, you know, this is what I'm going to think. This is what I'm going to do. This is what I'm going to say. And that all goes out of the flipping window. You're yeah. like, you, you just, you just go... I did get choked up and I didn't actually cry, which I thought I would even, though, and Nat has this whole joke about she's never seen me cry. Right. Yeah. And I got teared up and I like definitely like got red eyed and water and Nat didn't even bloody look at me. And, and I was like, that was your moment to see if you'd looked at me, you should have just been like, look, look, yeah. look <laughs> point, point at your eyes um, or taking a picture. Ah, uh, Yeah. I didn't, I, 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 that was my moment Maybe to prove cry. that I'm not like a heart of ice, you know. I, I kind of got quite emotional when I phoned my parents to tell them that she'd been born. Right, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I, I phoned my mum and she didn't answer. I phoned my dad and I had that standard like, you are right? Yeah, uh, how you doing? Uh, and then he was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, just, you know, this, that. I was like, is that how you doing? I was like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, just at a hospital now. And then I suddenly realised I, I need to say, uh, so we've had a baby. And I didn't really know. Yeah, how do you, what are the words? I just kind of went, so I have some news. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, and I got a bit choked up saying that because that's the first time you're going to go, we had a girl. And that's yeah. the first time you kind of like say it out loud, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sum up like how you kind of feel. I feel now like it's an odd one because at the, to- at the time of the birth, there's nothing I can't put into words what it's like to see your child enter the world that moment when it you go from not being a dad to suddenly having this it's not even not being a dad it's just we've waited so long yeah. for this yeah. for her to arrive and then suddenly there she is lying like a foot away from me yeah. and you're like well what what do i do with this information like i do you know what I mean? Like, I can't really... It's hard to... Pro- yeah, it's... I can't... It's mind- it's, I mean, it's mind-boggling, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's, like, just the most incredible thing that you can probably witness. Yeah. The I... miracle of, like, life. Yeah. And just enfold, like, you know... Obviously, it's been going on for the, for the for, through the whole process, but that's yeah. the moment where you kind of really see, like, what it what it's all about. It's... It's... Bizarre... It's bizarre. It's just, it's, and it's amazing. And, and like, Nat, I mean, to do the whole thing on just gas and air and TENS machine, like, I couldn't have done it. I'm, I'm just in complete awe of her and what she, what she did. Like, nine hours of intense 
intense pain. Just amazing. I, I, Hats I'm off. Kind of, well, well just that. kind of lost for work. I try, you, you know, you try and write it down when you kind of like tell people about it, but no words could really ever do justice to the the love I had for her in that, you know, always, but in that moment. And it's just, oh, it's incredible, really. Like, yeah. I can't, you can't really, you can't really put it into words, I guess. I think you are slightly no. cracking. <laughs> and how is that now? Yeah, really, like, taken to it like a duck to water. Like, really just... She's, I mean, she, like, physically, she recovered. Yeah, well. yeah, totally. Everyone said to me, like, paternity leave wouldn't be a holiday. And it kind of was to say, it was cool. It was just the three of us kicking it in the flat yeah. and then we'd go out like, Nats just got on with it and like really smashed it out of the park, really. It's, it's amazing. Oh, that's awesome. And just the, the fact of being a dad, having people come round, seeing people, having, waking up every morning and have, you know, seeing your daughter is amazing, really. But yeah, it's been a, it's been a trip, man. It's been an absolute ride and um, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. And I managed to play golf a couple of times during the paternity leave as well. So, ah, oh, awesome. What a touch. Um, <laughs> uh, and did you replicate your uh, amazing round? I, I came close to it. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I beat Bad Dad. Oh, uh, so that's, that's, that's the only thing that matters. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's been, a, it's been, it's been, it's been a trip, and it's been crazy, and um, yeah, amazing, really, and um, uh, and yeah, I can't quite believe that I'm a dad. I've joined the club. 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 Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing I love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.